Today's episode is sponsored by Wall Street Oasis. On this show, we talk a lot about the specific skills you'll need to demonstrate as an investment banker. But are you concerned about what your specific chances are at landing an offer? Be sure to check out the WSO Academy, a highly selective 12-week training program that can help you get the job. You'll get one-on-one mock interviews with investment bankers, courses, resume reviews, and an accountability system to keep you on track. Again, this program is highly selective, so spots will open up over time, but check out the link in the show notes and make sure you join the waitlist. You don't have to go it alone when recruiting. WSO Academy can provide the resources you need, so check them out today. Alright, alright, alright. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the only podcast dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and the non-technical aspects of investment banking. And yes, it's the only podcast that does this amazingly, which is, you know, I was looking online, I was looking at podcasts, trying to learn about investment banking, and I just wasn't really finding anything that just taught all the fundamentals step by step from beginning to end. And I said to myself, you know what, Alex, this is a problem. This is a problem. Why don't you go tackle this problem? And that's how we got here. (laughs) So thank you for joining me on this journey. My name is Alex Mason, and I am your host. And we're talking about leverage buyouts today. We've been talking about different aspects of the LBO process and what kind of companies make good candidates for LBOs. But today... We're going to be talking about an analogy, a metaphor, if you will, for the leverage buyout. And this question is simply, give an example of a quote-unquote real-life LBO. And when I say real-life LBO, I'm not talking about an actual leverage buyout transaction that you can quote and recite from memory or anything like that. I'm talking about an analogy. There is a common metaphor a common example of modern life that actually mimics the economic characteristics of a leveraged buyout. Can you guess what it is? (laughs) You may have experienced it yourself, and certainly if you haven't experienced it, you likely know someone who's experienced it. It's buying a house. It's buying a house in America through the traditional process, and that process is actually very similar to how a leverage buyout works. You see, instead of a company, you buy a house. You put up some equity, which is known as the down payment, and then a bank underwrites the rest of the purchase and pays for the remainder of the home. And so you now have this equity stake in a house, you owe a mortgage to a bank, that's the debt holder, and then what happens next? Then you use the cash flow that you get from whatever your sources of income are in order to pay the mortgage as well as the other costs associated with the home. And then as the home rises in value, your theoretical return goes up. Now, when you actually go to sell the property, you can potentially realize a huge gain relative to the amount of equity that you put in. And so you see how there's an analogy here between the LBO and the home buying and holding process, right? 
you're using leverage to acquire an asset, you acquire the asset, and then it goes up in value. And then you sell the asset for more than what you paid. And because you put so small equity into the deal relatively, I think the average percentage of down payment in America is somewhere around five to 10% of the purchase price of the home. Some people do 20%, some people do less. It just depends. But yeah, most people are leveraging significantly in order to buy a home in America these days. And so the bank is your underwriter there. And that really mimics what an LBO does. The private equity firm is borrowing money. They're putting in a little bit of equity and they're hoping to multiply that equity considerably through the leverage of the deal itself. So that's an example of a real life LBO. It's buying a house, buying a, an American house. Now, as an aside to this concept, I actually also really like this analogy because I think it's a good analogy for investment banking itself because who buys and sells houses? Realtors, right? Realtors buy and sell houses for people. And who buys and sells companies for people? Investment bankers. <laughs> so investment bankers are kind of like realtors. They just deal with business owners instead of homeowners. So just a, a quick analogy for you to break it down. If you're trying to explain investment banking to your friends or family and they don't really know what the heck you're talking about, you can use this analogy. And usually I, I found it to be pretty helpful. So I hope you enjoy that. This is the episode for today of Investment Banking Insights, and we're just going through it. We're just going through it. Every 12 hours, a new episode drops because I am committed to getting this to you, to learning with you. And uh, we're going to be going through all these questions and I'm excited for what's next. So thank you so much for listening and have an incredible, wonderful day. Take care.